Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thank you very much. Too scared! Turn Hey, you're listening to Day by Day Uriah Heep. This is episode number 14 about their 14th album, Abominog, released in 1982. A quote from guitar player Mick Box, 
I locked myself in my flat for two days and drank myself senseless in complete self-pity, but I somehow managed to pull myself together and consider my options. So, Hensley is out of the band, you know, major songwriter in the band, keyboard player, driving force along with Mick Box. Singer John Sloman, thankfully, is out of the band. That guy wasn't so bad in Lone Star, but holy shit. Did he suck on that Uriah Heap album he did? I'm sorry, John. I, nothing personally, John Sloman. Nothing personally, but, you know, just for me, for my taste, uh, I did not like what you did on that album. I guess Trevor Boulder left the band, too. <laughs> he was also a big songwriter. Uh, they need a new bass player, so Lee Kerslake brings along Bob Daisley. And they need a keyboard player. So Mick Box recruits John Sinclair, who was in a band called Heavy Metal Kids. We heard on an earlier episode that the singer from that band, Gary Holton, actually auditioned for the band before they selected John Lawton. Uh, John Sinclair was also in a band called Lion out in L.A. For vocals, they recruit a guy named Peter Golby, who was in the band Trapeze. He turns out to be a great choice, and he has a great hard rock voice. Turns out Peter Gobi had previously auditioned for Uriah Heep. And at that time, the only guy in the band who wanted him was Ken Hensley. Now Ken Hensley's out of the band. Now they bring Peter Gobi into the fold. And another quote from Mick Box. With us all contributing to the writing, we forged a new direction. Yes, yes, you really needed a new direction. Uh, the album's produced by Ashley Howe. They called it Abominog, which I guess is the name of the demon-type creature on the cover. That's my guess. I don't know what the hell Abominog means. But, you know, they're, they're a little late since the last album came out in 1980, but they're reinventing themselves for the 80s. This album comes out in 1982, March of 1982. It got pretty good reviews. Karan gave it a five-star review, called it the most mature and perhaps best album of their career. It did relatively well, made it to number 56 on Billboard, and uh, they also played Castle Donington for the Monsters of Rock Festival. All right, let's give the album a listen. Abominog kicks off with a song called Too Scared to Run. Holy shit. Heavy, heavy, heavy. Absolutely love this song. And Peter Golby is fucking great. John Sloman, thank you for leaving the band after the last album. This song is killer. Killer song. Co-writing credit for Bob Daisley on this song, too. We've got the Blizzard of Oz rhythm section co-writing this song, Lee Kerslake and Bob Daisley, along with Mick Box, Peter Goby, and John Sinclair. So all the new guys are co-writing on this one. Too scared to run away Too scared to run away 
Alright, let's go on to the next song, Chasing Shadows. Looks like all the same songwriters as the last song. AOR song with some heavy riffs, and here's the secret, a chorus. A big, melodic chorus. That's what you need, Uriah Heep. You need a fucking chorus. Here we go. First two songs are great. song on the rebound this is a russ ballard song he actually released it on his 1980 album barnett dogs and i mean this is embarrassingly poppy with very dated synth but good melodies i don't mind it
sun is out strolling and rolling slowly. Washed in amber street lights, a Mexican wind blows in, taking a hold of Angelina's hair and her halo. Another hot night in a cold town. Got yourself a hot night in a cold town. Up next, a song called "Hot Night in a Cold Town." Not a great song. It's like an AOR ballad. The thing about this song is it was originally recorded by Johnny Cougar. On his album "Nothing Matters and What If It Did," which also came out in 1980, so they've the first two songs were originals, but now they're they've got these you know songs that publishers are probably shopping around. I would guess songs that people had released but hadn't really had any success with, so they can kind of try to recycle them and see if Uriah Heep can make anything out of them. So you know, it makes for a fun listen. The album, but. Yeah, the hot night in a cold town—it's kind of unnecessary. Sun is out strolling, ambling slowly, washing amber street lights. Mexican wind blows in, taking a hold of Angelina's hair and her halo. Moon is running up in the sound of the street talk. Her big deal's going down in another hot night in a cold town. Get to supper. Which is gay And I 
The last song on side one, Running All Night with the Lion. This is another recycled song from John Sinclair, the new keyboard player. His previous band, Lion, had released an album in 1980 that included this song. Now this time, Uriah Heep improved on this song. I like the Uriah Heep version more than the Lion version. And also, at least John Sinclair, who co-wrote the song, he previously did it with Lion, but at least he's in the band now, so it's a little different than these the last two songs, but still, this is another recycled song. So, Side One kicks off with two amazing original brand new songs and then three kind of recycled songs. <laughs> time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's flip it over. That's the way that it is 
Side 2 kicks off with a song called That's the Way That It Is. And this is another recycled song because it's written by Paul Bliss. It was originally recorded by his band, The Bliss Band, and released on their 1979 album, Neon Smiles. So somebody has really been collecting songs for the band to do for this album. Apparently they hadn't written enough songs for an album. You know, probably made it before they were really ready and they just scrounged up these other songs. Um, Like the next song, Prisoner, which is a boring ballad and also a song that was released in 1980 on the self-titled album by Sue Sad and the Next. Side 2 kicks off with two more recycled songs. We've got five recycled songs in a row. But finally we get to some more original songs written by the band. Uh, the third song on Side 2 is called Hot Persuasion. It's a riffy song, but the chorus is not great, which we hear a lot with Uriah Heep. When they do a heavy song, they drop the ball on the chorus. So this is a pretty weak song, and you know, with that title, 
hot persuasion. I would not have really expected much. You know you light my candle. Move on to the next song, Sell Your Soul, written by the whole band. Hell yeah! Driving hard rock song, more appropriately arranged and produced than some of the previous songs. Very enjoyable heavy rock song with big guitars, a majestic heavy metal sounding chorus. This is a really good one, but unfortunately it's buried here at the end of the album. The album ends with a song called Think It Over, which is written by two previous band members no longer in the band, John Sloman and Trevor Boulder. But it's another good hard rock song. The best song on the album is the first song, Too Scared to Run, in my opinion. And then the second song, Chasing Shadows, is also really good. But the the, the other two best songs after that, after the first two songs, are these last two songs, Sell Your Soul and Think It Over.
so this album, Abominog, is a weird kind of hodgepodge of various attempts at commercial material and then some killer hard rock written by the band. So they did manage to reinvent themselves, and there's some killer hard rock songs on the album, some cool AOR material. It was sort of a comeback. They would go on to make two more albums with this singer, Peter Golby. There's some great stuff on this album. It's a fun album to listen to. Definitely one of the highlights of Uriah Heep's career. Let's find out if they keep the momentum going on the next album, Head First. We'll find out tomorrow.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 